Levels, levels. I was a little hot last week. Yeah, and I don't think we started off with levels. One of the one of the last episodes we didn't it didn't start off with levels, levels. So levels, levels. Yeah, that looks good. By the way, it's it's, a, it's six p.m. and it's a hundred degrees here. So don't talk to me about. It. I was a little hot last week. All right. <clears throat> Can we start with what we were watching? Um, you know, um, sure, sure. Why not? I mean, this is a planning too, but but still. Yeah, it's not like we have any rules here. So yeah, sure. Go ahead. So Thursday night, I'm going to watch a group of overpaid old white people. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Which, which podcast do you think we're doing here? No, it's fine. I was going to comment about a group of men that are finally taking a stand against tyranny and overthrowing the powers that have held them down for far too long. Whoa. whoa. Hey, seriously, seriously. Other podcast wave off wave off yeah i'm talking about live golf what are you talking about oh never mind we're good (laughs) excellent Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson, Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Pretty good. Um, If our pre-show is any indication, you should uh, probably have the the swear sound ready to go. Uh, (laughs) I think there was... Just keep that handy. Um, apparently, uh, we've got thoughts on some stuff, <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll see we'll we'll see what comes out this week. Well, and uh, I'll talk about this later, but I am really tired. I mean, really tired, um, physically, not mentally. I mean, I'm mentally tired too because of you know things, but. Physically, I'm exhausted, and I'll I'll get to that. So, cool. Well, way to bring the energy. All right. <laughs> I think I can fake it for ninety minutes. No, 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 no. Do not. No. Okay. Next. Uh, Follow up feedback updates. Let's go straight there before you can even say anything. Hmm? Me? What? What? <laughs> What? I don't know. This, is, uh, this at this point, we are three minutes into recording, and we've already made two references to other stuff. That I can I see how the show is going to go. All right, let's go. Toddler number one, feedback. Yeah, that was better. Like that was the that was the reaction to the uh, right sighting of the podcast with you on the correct side. Mm. of the management and me on the other side of the management. Yeah. Uh back back where things belong apparently. Yep. Okay, that's good. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I I also I also agree listening back. So, yeah. I mean, granted, I mean at this point 118 in, we've we're kind of in a rhythm, you know, we kind of have our established way of doing things. Yeah, I also I I got the exact same feedback from Lisa. I what I told her was, I think what we've discussed is if, if your travel schedule, whatever calls for it, um, I'm, I'm certainly now capable of editing the podcast and I can do that. However, <laughs> even when we do that, we won't change roles. And, and Lisa's comment was, yeah, that's, that's a smart idea. <laughs> so again, yeah, we, you know, we try things, we try and then we go, yeah. That didn't work. How do you know if they don't work? Well, I mean, sometimes you know that they're not going to work. But anyway, that's that's fine. Uh, uh, Doug Wilkinson had some feedback as well on the yep. upside down. Uh, your next evolution in editing. Did we swear? Yes. Do we care? No. <laughs> this public podcast editing notification Brought to you by Motogo Cedar Valley, your five-blade mowing service in the Cedar Valley. 
Perfect for weddings, anniversaries, barbecues, and family outings. Okay, look, I'm not I'm not an engineer. <laughs> I, Iowa State Iowa State has proof of that. Um but I don't think a five blade mower is what you want. That actually seems like that would that would be off balance or something like, well, if, if, if you got five blades, it's really big. If you need like a hay field taken down, I was thinking like a single mower though, with five blades, like that seems like that would be off. Anyway, you know what? They're the experts. Let them deal with it. I suggested that they should try an upside down episode. Oh, that Rick. no, that won't work. That's, that, that can't possibly work. Well, Doug said, you know, because that works so well for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, uh, Greg and Cherry were traveling. I did not hear from them. I'm excited to hear about their Ireland trip. Um, and, and that was all I had. Stuff from you. Did you get feedback? Nope. Uh, I don't, I don't think so. Which is really good because we have like 700 idiots of the week. So, uh, we got, we got corrections. We got follow up. We got idiots. We got, we got plenty. So I think we can, the good news is not a lot of feedback. So we can move on to the, uh, all the rest of the stuff. Oh man. Well, and we've got corrections. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to start there? Yeah. So last week I said, uh, Todd's tech corner brought to you by the Taylor family farms foundation. And when I said it, I went, eh, that doesn't sound quite right. Okay. I believe it's the Taylor farms Farms. family Family. foundation. Hmm. And I just wanted to issue an apology. This is really more of an apology than a correction or um, actually. Um, so yeah, sorry guys. Well, there you go. That's yes. Please, please don't pull the funding. Yeah. I, I can't guarantee I won't make the same mistake again, but I do feel bad about it. Um, I also have an, um, actually, I think last week I made a comment about, I was watching hockey and there, you should watch the West because the previous game they'd scored 14 combined goals. And then I said, don't worry about watching the East because neither team scores any goals. It's not worth watching. Mm-hmm. The following day, the two teams, uh, the Rangers and the Lightning uh, played. It was six to two. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, apparently I, I don't know much about hockey and actually the Western conference was a, was a four game sweep and the Eastern conference is now tied at two to two and it's the much better series. So, uh, Todd's hockey advice is, well, it's about, it's about up there with all the rest of my advice. If we're honest, I mean, if we're just being honest, so, I mean, it's on brand, but anyway, um, so Sorry, sorry to the Rangers and the Lightning on the fact that they can't score any goals because they can. And if you look at the ratings, nobody's watching anyway. It's all right. <laughs> uh, how about follow up? We get good stuff there. Um, yeah, let's see. Um, oh, hey, uh, I have a cheese rolling update. Oh, yeah, I remember this story. So, yeah, so I was talking about it was a. It was a documentary, I think, in Netflix. It was a, they talked about the annual cheese rolling in in England. Um, they haven't done it for the last two years because of you know reasons. So, uh, by the way, this report—if you want—I don't know what's going on at this magazine. I have a report about cheese rolling from Golf Digest. <laughs> you know what? I guess somebody said, "I look, I could either cover whether or not a bunch of players are taking blood money or, ooh, cheese rolling. You know what? I'm just going to watch about cheese rolling. Anyway, I'm just going to read you the headline. Here's the follow-up. I think I haven't, you don't even need to read the rest of the article. Here is the uh, multiple injuries reported at the return of the cheese rolling race, a.k.a. England's Talladega. By the way, I don't think anybody in England calls that England's Talladega. Let's just anyway. Um, yeah, there were there were uh, multiple injuries uh, with several bloodied contestants helped in the medical tent. Um, oh, the charcuterie! Where? 
and the person for Golf Digest actually, the, I think they're editorializing a little bit. See if you can pick up the subtle editorializing in the reporting. I'm just going to read. <clears throat> I'm going to read this one sentence. Multiple injuries were reported at the 2022 edition of the world's most dangerous dairy derby, with several bloodied contestants helped to the medical tent, where they presumably took a long, hard look at their life decisions. <laughs> wow. Serious shade <laughs> at a golf digest. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, there you go. It's it's alive and well, which is more than we can say for some of the contestants. So there's follow up there. Uh, what have you got? So like two weeks ago, maybe it was three weeks ago, I forgot to say, please don't do that after stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Yes, you did. And then you said, oh, I may have to go to Tuba City. Yes. I actually looked at the path from the undisclosed location. Yeah, I don't want to do it. I do not want to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know why? Because you have to go through bitter springs. And I'm like, isn't that where Todd normally lives? I was going to say, I'm already there. I'm already, I mean, that's set up I'm camp. Already, I'm already there, bitch. <laughs> that's the starting point for every journey. <laughs> oh my God. Yep. Yep. The road to Tuba City leads through bitter springs. Uh, story of my life. Yep. Um, let's see another follow-up in our continuing coverage of formula one, uh, stories are coming out that formula one is putting their us TV rights back up for sale because now that it's getting popular, they, they want to make more money off of it. Uh Um, they are eyeing a hundred million dollars a year for the rights. One of the, uh, one of the people who is supposedly bidding on it and who F1 wants to bid on it is Netflix. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm just going to say this. There's a, there's rumors that Netflix wants to get into live sports, which, by the way, the entire Netflix business model doesn't work for live events. It, it, it only works for preloaded events, but whatever. Here's my problem, though. I mean, F1's, F1's getting really, really popular here because of Drive to Survive. But as we've covered multiple times, Drive to Survive is popular because they basically make up stuff and lie about it. <laughs> yeah. But if Netflix then has the actual coverage of the sport, that would basically allow Netflix to also influence the coverage of the races with the same editorial care (laughs) that they do their documentary (laughs) at which point i'm not even sure that they would tell us like they they would just lie to us and make up other winners (laughs) this is bad this is really like they basically have a fictional show and now they're like and we could cover the real show like no no that no, don't oh, it would be synergy. Don't do that. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah. So there's that. A really bad idea, which means Formula One will probably jump all over it and go, gotta get me some of that. Oh, hey, sign me up there. This is a conversation. If that happens, here's the conversation next week we're gonna have. Or next next year. We're gonna get on a podcast. And you're gonna say, Hey, Amy and I watched the Formula One race. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, so did I. And you're going to say, that was amazing the way Lando Norris came from behind and won. And I'm going to say, I was watching the Sky the the Sky Sports feed. You know he crashed and didn't win. Not in our feed. <laughs> you, know, you know what those are? Those are alternate facts. Mm, mm. I didn't know that Fox was bidding on it. Sorry. Anyway. Please continue. Any other follow-up? Um, so this is a piece of follow-up based on... <laughs> There's um, a weird energy tonight. There's a weird... I'm just going to be honest. It's a weird energy. Okay, go ahead. Uh, uh, it will become clear as to why in a little bit. Um, <clears throat> this is this is con- the continuing saga of other people that have my name. Okay. My nephew sent me this. 
Dwayne Johnson, Division 11, Associate Circuit Judge. Apparently, I'm running for office in St. Charles Mo. Although they misspelled your name. So, not that. No, I'm, no, no. Apparently, The Rock is running for District 11 Associate Judge. I'm going to say, look, I mean, I've known you a long time, but if, if, when you print your campaign signs to be a judge in Missouri, if you can't proofread it enough to get your name right, I'm not sure I can trust you to decide important court cases. But good luck. Good luck on the um good good luck on the um on the race. Yeah, I haven't found out if I won or not. I'm sure somebody'll tell me at some point. Oh, but I yeah. got I, I also in this vein got another PayPal request for $5,000 from someone who's my biggest fan. Wow. If they were your biggest fan, you should turn that around and send them the request for 5,000. That's the way fandom is supposed to work. Yeah. It works in presidential elections. You know, I'm just saying you, this probably wouldn't, it wouldn't last for what, for very long. But you could probably make a non-zero amount of money if you set up an account on Cameo, saying that for for a hundred and fifty bucks, Dwayne Johnson will will send you a video message, will wishing you happy birthday. Hey, happy birthday from Dwayne Johnson. From Dwayne Johnson, it's probably not the Dwayne Johnson you were expecting, <laughs> but the check cleared. So there you go. Happy birthday. We get paid up front. Oh, hmm. I got a happy birthday message from the wrong Dwayne Johnson. Was it the judge? No, <laughs> not even the judge. <laughs> oh. Was it the judge? That, because that's where I rank. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, that's classic. Was it the porn guy in Alabama? No, 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 not him either. Oh, sweet. Luckily line. though, I think we finally uncovered everybody who you share a name with. Slowly but surely. There's a bunch of us out there. Yeah. All right. I think that covers follow-up. Let's see what else. Oh, hey. I didn't I didn't see. There's a Todd Tech, there's a Todd's Tech Corner. Yeah, apparently some things were announced this week. <clears throat> That's uh, Todd's Tech Corner, brought to you by the uh, uh, brought to you by the Taylor Farms Family Foundation. Yeah, make sure you get it right. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yes, as we talked about last week, this week is a Worldwide Developer Conference. Apple introduced a bunch of stuff um, to all their operating systems that we won't see until September or October or November. Um, there's actually some really cool things coming. I mean, nothing super earth shattering, but if you use messages, um, you can you can undo a send. Um, you can edit a message. As long as you realize it quick enough. Yes. I mean, it's not forever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. At that point, you just have to take your, you have to like, if it's after 15 minutes, you just have to take your phone and crack it in half. And that's how you undo the send. No, it's, do not do, do not do that. Um, there are some, if you use, if you use Apple, the Mac system, Apple mail is getting a few nice things as well. Um, there's a bunch of workout stuff coming to the Apple watch. Um, yeah, there's all sorts of, there's all sorts of good features, uh, coming Okay. Oh, where were we? Um, oh, you also have something else in uh, the tech corner. Oh, yeah. The, uh, my note says goodbye, Lightning. Oh, we're not talking about McQueen. I was going to say, what happened to Lightning McQueen? I've never even seen the movies, and yet. Um, really? Have yeah. you ever seen Cars? Oh, heartwarming. Yeah. Don't watch anything else. You don't need to see two or planes. <laughs> Or anything with Mater and the ghost light or any of this other crap. But the first one, oh, it's touching. And the music is fantastic. I just got to say. Okay. All right. Yeah. And it's on you, Disney Plus. What are you watching? Yep. The, tonight, what? I'm going to watch Cars. You you get right. in a zone of kids are too old. 
right? There's there's zones where you watch kids move. Anyway, that's fine. Goodbye, lightning. Yeah, I'm assuming took, you're you're referring. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, because it took me a year to watch Encanto, and it's great too. <laughs> Please, yeah, yes. yeah. The number the number of uh, of movies on Disney Plus that we should be watching is bigger than the amount of movies we are watching. Anyway, um. Oh, hey, uh, by the way, can I can I make another correction? We're, we're in the middle of Todd's Tech Corner, but can I throw out another um, actually? Live corrections? Sure, why not? Yeah, I'm pretty sure last week when we said, what are we watching? And I said, we're watching Disney Plus Obi-Wan. I'm pretty sure that the name of the program is Kenobi. And I said everything but the name of the program. Now, you knew you knew exactly <laughs> what I was talking about. And yes, and me on it. But I'm yes, pretty sure we... Yeah. Anyway, thank you for supporting me, but I'm pretty sure I actually dropped the actual name of the show. Anyway, goodbye, so, Lightning. I'm assuming you're referring to the European Union has voted to require all personal electronic devices to charge by USB-C by the fall of next year. And I can't say how excited I am about this. Thank God. So I'm, a, I'm just... I'm a, I'm a, I'm of a couple of minds about this. So on one hand, this is a move that Apple should have made a few years ago. On the other hand, when Apple makes this change, Apple is going to be blamed. This EU is not going to be blamed for this. There's going to be massive amounts of stories about how Apple is trying to screw over everybody by changing the ports to make them buy new cables. That's what happened when they went from the 30 pin to the lightning and Apple is in this really, sorry, this is Apple's in this really, really weird spot. When Apple was the young startup company, they were taking shots at IBM, right? There's a picture of Steve Jobs standing outside the IBM sign, flipping it off, doing an Eli kind of thing. And then, and then Microsoft becomes Microsoft's too big. They can't move because they have this huge install base. Apple with over a billion iPhones in circulation. Anytime they make a small change is a huge change. So they're going to get blamed for this. They're going to say it's for money or whatever. There's also Apple may or may not have been working on. There is a way that they wouldn't, they could get rid of lightning, but they wouldn't have to go to USB-C. They could just take away all the ports. Oh, and just do wireless charging. Yes. And wireless headphones. Yes. At totally, and and you sell it at that point as a totally secure device. With, I mean, if you drop it in what I mean, it would help. It would help for waterproofing, right? Because you're taking yeah. the largest water egress point out yeah. of the phone. It would yeah. free up some space in the phone for probably more battery. Sure. Which again, you're like, how much space? Like they're going after every little bit. Yeah. There are some downsides. Um. So, for instance, both of our cars have CarPlay, but you have to plug you have to plug that into a USB jack. So there is a thought. By the way, just again, there is a thought that what Apple might do is a wireless puck that would sit on your on the back of your phone, and it would have a lightning cable that could potentially go into it if you needed it. So. Yeah, Apple may be forced to do this. They may take it to a European court. Um, who knows? I, yeah. Would it, would it be great if they would finally just go to USB-C like the way everything else is? Yes, that would be awesome. Apple generally doesn't like being told what to do. So, and... No. Well, in long term, I do have a small concern. I do have one small concern, which is... The government didn't say, the the EU didn't say that a standards body had to decide on the port. They said it has to be the USB-C port. If they would have done this five years ago, it would have been the micro USB port, and we would have never gotten to USB-C, right? Yeah. So once yeah, once you hard code technology in a law, the odds of that getting changed ever, <laughs> like 
yes, this may help us all get to a single port, but hopefully you enjoy it because this might be with us for the rest of our lives. That is the downside of the way that they've gone about doing this. Uh, let's see. Where were we? Um, how about idiots? We get, oh my God, look at the list. I'm going to nominate the Cleveland Browns because Deshaun Watson was in the news again this week. I, at one point, the number was 22 women. Then it was 24 women. And then yesterday it was 66 women in 17 months. And the Texans enabled it in two ways, providing him a non-disclosure agreement. By the way, just so so everybody's clear who's not following along, Deshaun Watson, over a very short amount of time, had massages, quote-unquote, from 66 different women. However, the Texans security department provided him with a non-disclosure agreement for all of the women to sign before they gave him a massage. What he's been alleged to have done then during that time by 24 separate women is basically coerce them into sex at the end of the massage. His lawyer has come out and said, none of that happened. It was all consensual. And so if he paid for a little bit of sex, what the hell's the problem? Um, when that, when, when, when that's your defense, you're like, yeah, anyway, um, I'm just going to say when you sent this to me, I'm like, I've had a couple of massages in my life. Um, at no point did I feel the need to ask anybody involved to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Well, well, there's your problem. (laughs) (laughs) Because I mean, you said massages in quotes, he got the massages. Yes. I mean, yes. massages is not in quotes. He he actually got the massages. There's no there's no argument. Nobody is disputing yes. the fact that even him, nobody is disputing that massages were given. In in the realm of in the realm of Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, Apple TV Plus, he was looking for massages plus. Oh. And the story came out. By the way, the the massage the 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 massage spa that arranged the sixty six women for him, um, the owner specifically found uh, people who were not licensed massage therapists and sent <laughs> to hire them for the job and sent them to a hotel room at a private club that was paid for by the Texans. And there apparently is, and by the way, nothing, nothing untoward happened at all. However, there are text messages and receipts that show that, um, Deshaun was paying the spa owner like $5,000 a massage for a non for an unlicensed massage therapist to show up at a private hotel paid for by the team and sign a non-disclosure agreement provided by the team before starting the massage plus nothing to see here. Move along. And yet knowing all of that, the Cleveland Browns traded for him and gave him a five year, $230 million contract. And they knew it was so shady that they, out of $230 million, his salary for this year is only $1 million. So that if he gets suspended all year, he won't lose that much money. They wrote that contract specifically knowing that he is going to be suspended and wanted to make sure that he didn't forfeit much of his money. The The only thing that I can't figure out under this is why he didn't go to work for Bob Kraft. It just seems Perfect. like a natural, natural Perfect. fit. Professional courtesy. Oh, NFL. Boy, you just, you got to love it. You got to love it. Speaking of uh, old boys clubs and and white men, uh, yep. I see your team got a new owner. Yep. The NFL, um, the NFL has made huge strides in their commitment to diversity and decided for the first time ever to make sure to sell a team to an old white billionaire with Walmart money. Did you, oh. like, the new, did you like the new logo that I put together for you? That was cute. I'll, I'll post that toddlers. 
Yeah. So there you go. I am now expecting that uh, that all of the concessions and the tickets and the parking and everything at uh, Broncos games will now be everyday low prices. Always. Uh, always. Yeah. Thank you to toddler number one for pointing out that that probably won't happen. <clears throat> <laughs> anyway, let's talk about something fun, more fun. Hey, let's talk about um, uh, idiots of the week. Kids in Hungary. Yes. You guys okay. gonna Yeah. You can you can see the confusion on my face. Does this have to do with soccer? It does. So last year, Hungary's fans in a few events may or may not they did, um, chanted racist slogans and all sorts of nasty stuff. And so uh, UEFA and FIFA took respond took action and said, Hungary, for the next two international matches, you can't have any fans. Okay. I mean, they do that. That's what they could do. You, if your fans can't behave, you can't have any fans. However, in a recent uh, England played in Hungary last week in a, na- in a Nations League match and 30 to 40,000 people attended. And you think, huh, that's weird. Well, what Hungary did was they looked at the rules, and even if fans aren't allowed, there is no cap on how many free tickets you can give to school kids under the age of 17. So Hungary, the feder- the, the soccer federation, distributed thirty to 40,000 tickets to school kids so that they would have a nearly packed stadium. Okay. All right. All right. Well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Okay. That that's fine. That's not what makes the kids the idiots. Now, mind you, the reason why the kids are there is because the fans were chanting racist, homophobic stuff. Ugly, just ugly stuff. Before the match started, as is the case with a lot of um, soccer matches now, the England national team before kickoff was on the field and they took a knee to show solidarity. Again, by the way, taking a knee in the rest of the world is now a thing. Not here in the United States, but everywhere else. The England fan, the England team took a knee to show solidarity that we're all together. At which point, the 30 to 40,000 school kids started booing and whistling that they were showing that they were taking a stand against racism, which pissed off the kids <laughs> who were only there because the fans that were normally there we're pro racism. Anyway, there's irony there. I just, yeah, yeah. Anyway, no, I totally missed that story. Yeah, I don't know how. Um, uh, two other idiots of the week. Hey, back to Formula One. This year, Formula One instu- instituted for the first time ever. Well, I think last year they had one. This year it came down. They instituted a, a spending cap, so teams right, are yeah. only allowed to spend a certain amount of money. Except for driver salaries, marketing, um, hospitality, uh, there's a whole bunch of carve outs, but they're only allowed Cars, to spend like fuel, <laughs> booze, tires. Yeah, tires. Sure, why not? Okay, yeah. I think I think they get to spend 140 million dollars a year to run two race cars at 22 events. The top three rich, yes. I propose that talking to Todd could do it for half that. We could use your car. So there's one. We don't even have to build one. <laughs> yeah, my Accord is just going <laughs> to fly. <laughs> I can't even get it out. It's going to be fa- fly it's gonna down be, Monaco straight it's away. Gonna be, it's going to be faster than the Haas, though. Am I right? Anyway. <laughs> Um, so the three richest teams, Ferrari, Red Bull, and Mercedes, who have all of the money, have been complaining, hey, look, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to raise the spending cap. I mean, inflation is high. You know, there's a war in Ukraine. There's no way Christian Horner from Red Bull actually came out and said if the cap isn't raised, 
we may not be able to even make it to the last four or five races. They have to raise the cap. It is impossible. This is force majeure. You have to raise the cap. The other seven teams who don't have all the money have basically said, we're fine. And one of them, one of the, one of the leaders basically said, I would suggest they stop spending now. Do you know how not to go over to the cap? Stop spending money. That works. Yeah. The rest of them, uh, was it was a Haas who basically said, we have a budget and we're following the budget. If some teams can't follow their budget, I don't know why they should get to exceed the budget. <laughs> anyway, good argument. Hey, you're going to need a budget. I want to spend more. It's impossible. We have to spend more. Work with me on this. How about you don't? It well, never occurred to them that they could just spend less. <laughs> If it was Haas, you've got to assume that the comment was, you need to spend less. I'm just saying, spend less. Less. It's less. It's Haas. Good old Gunther. Um, and then one last idiot of the week, keeping up with the international stuff. Uh you know, we, we make fun of, we make fun of some of our, I mean, we don't, but in general, you know, spirit airlines like frontier, I mean, those aren't great experiences. Well, they're a lot better than, um, some of the budget airlines in Europe, including Ryanair, which is probably the biggest or the second biggest budget airline. Anyway, Ryanair has been doing some really weird stuff. They've been, um, making up their own rules about who they let on planes. Um, yeah, so they have rules like when people show up if the UK's rule is you have to have 6 months left on your passport before coming like you have to have 6 months, right? Ryanair right. has told people you have to have a year. It's not the law. Ryanair is just making stuff up. Ryanair is also when people are showing their passports demanding for only some people, by the way, um let you know who some of the people I, I bet if you took a guess as to who the most people are having problems with their passports look like, I can tell you that. Um, people showing up with passports and uh, and Ryanair is demanding additional forms of ID before they will let them board. Your passport isn't good enough, which is weird. Here's another one, though. Um, they have... They have... They stopped... Some, yes, Wait till you get to what we learned this week, but please go ahead. Well, so Ryanair is now asking some, some people on a South African passport, not traveling to or from South Africa, but traveling from England to France or Spain to England or something like that. <clears throat> if you fly on a South African passport, Ryanair has been asking people to take a test to prove that they are actually South African before being allowed to board the airplane. Here's the kicker. The test that Ryanair has just made up is in Afrikaans. So you have to be able to read and write in Afrikaans in order to prove that you are a South African or you don't, or they will deny you boarding real Real, just a couple things. South Africa has 11 official languages. Africans is the third most used. It is only used by an estimated 12% of the population. And if we do a quick history of it, it is basically a West Germanic language that was used by, the, by white citizens during apartheid. <laughs> to keep so that government business could be handled in a language that black citizens couldn't read or know anything about. And that 
the third most popular language that was used by the apartheid government is what Ryanair is demanding of some people with South with South African passports to prove that they're actually South African. When asked for a comment, Ryanair basically said, um, there's a lot of South African fake passports, and so we're going to continue doing this because we have to prove that they actually are South African. Anyway, uh, by the way, just in case you're wondering, if you wanted to use the most popular, uh, the most the most spoken language in South Africa is Zulu. Yes, they're not even using the most popular language. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Cool, cool. Anyway, there you go. Idiots of the week. You know, there's not a lot of funny stuff in here. This is just, this is just annoying crap. Hey, you know what? We should have something funny. How was your travel? <laughs> I'm going to need to move that. <laughs> oh, my God. So I think as I referenced at the top of the show, I've six had hours a, ago, <laughs> I've had a day. Um, I went to Atlanta for a trade show. Uh, I got a, my alarm went off at 4.15 a.m. on Monday. Okay. Okay. Timestamp. That's, that's an early start to your day. Okay. Right. Uh, I was at the airport at five o'clock for a 6 a.m. flight to Atlanta. It's a direct on Delta. And it was uneventful. We like uneventful. Somewhere between my seat on the plane and the bathroom outside of security, I dropped my driver's license. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Um, filed lost and found reports with the uh, airline and with the airport authority and proceeded on my way um went to the show the show went great the show was fantastic um really great contacts really great show um setup was easy worked all day closed the show at five o'clock and went to the airport because i knew i needed to get there early because i didn't have my license um did you have to take a test in africans to prove the no oh different airline okay. different different airline um, no in in Atlanta in order to prove that you are safe to fly you just have to take a thirty uh, a thirty question NASCAR quiz and if you pass that good old boy and get on the plane <laughs> do you have to go left okay. the the problem is is the thing that usually catches people up is the difference between the car's a little loose and the car's a little tight. That usually is the one that, that tips people off. Anyway, we, sorry, go ahead. We need a round of wedge in here. <laughs> I still don't know what that means. <laughs> um, how I got through security is what I learned this week. So teaser. Um, but I got through security. Spoiler alert. And then ate dinner and hung around waiting for time to board at, at 10 o'clock, 10.04. Supposed to board at 10.04. Uh, boarding started on time. I'm on the plane. And I smelled fuel. Okay, you're specifically saying fuel because if you smelled gas, that's just being on a plane. But no, you... Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. How long is this flight? But you smelled fuel. Okay, that's different. It's an important <laughs> distinction. Um, and you know, you've flown. It's not uncommon to get a, you get a little fuel smell. You know, there's there's a little spillage invariably. Um, it's not uncommon. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of fuel smell to the point where the captain came out and said. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of fuel. We're going to have to clean that up a little bit. Um, so it's going to take some time to clean that up. And then he came out later and said, because apparently somebody had complained, uh, we're going to unload the plane. Just leave all your stuff on the plane. We're just going to unload the plane because it's going to take a while and we don't want you to have to sit here during the smell, but you can't just unload one person. You have to unload them all. 
So we all got off the plane, leaving our stuff on board. Oh, rookie mistake. Okay, go ahead. At which point, 20 minutes later, the captain gets on the intercom as we're all sitting in the terminal and says, so we're going to have to change gates change planes to get you to Des Moines. Um, but we're going to have to take everything off the plane. So we're going to have you go back down the jet bridge, get onto the plane and take all of your stuff off so that we can get you on a new plane. So we all trudge down the jet bridge and 10 people at a time and only 10 people at a time, get on the plane, grab our stuff, get back up the jet bridge and walk six gates down and wait. Um, except for the idiot lady that stood in the doorway while we were all trying to get out. Look, it's 10 people at a time for God's sakes. Just <laughs> excuse me. Um, does first class get to go on first to get our stuff? Just wondering. So we got our stuff. We waited around another 30 minutes while they waited for the checked luggage to be loaded onto the new plane couple of announcements there about getting the checked luggage loaded on the new plane. Okay, the checked luggage is now loaded on the new plane, and we're going to start boarding. So we all board. We get on the new plane, and it, it's one with two seats on the left and three seats on the right. Okay. It's a Delta plane. Do you know which one this is? Um. Okay, wait. Delta in a 2-3 configuration... Uh, I'm going to say, was it a 717? I think it was a, you may be correct. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I was on the two side. So my seatmate in row 11 says, this is the same plane. I said, really? Cause they all kind of look alike. Yeah. You know how I know it's the same plane? I said, no. I said, my phone charger is in the seat back pocket that I left in the other plane. He says, I thought to myself, damn, just lost another charger. Nope, got on the plane. There it was. They had moved the plane six gates after feeding us a line of about having to change planes and unload baggage and load baggage. I don't know what cascading folly of events led them to move the plane down six gates and reload us after waiting and waiting and waiting. But once we finally got reloaded and the doors closed, we waited another 25 minutes before pushing back for paperwork. (laughs) All the gates wrong on all of our paperwork. Well, going to have to reprint the paperwork. Got a new gate. You mean to update the airplane? Um, Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's what it is. Sure, we'll update the plane. We pushed back at 111. Touched down in Des Moines at 223. And blissfully, there was a gate crew waiting for us in Des Moines at 223 in the morning. I don't know what they're getting paid, but it needs to be tripled. I walked through my front door at 2.51 a.m. this morning, which is why this show was a little punchy. Just going to say. Delta, you just Delta. uh, Fine. Uh, Travel stories. Same plane. New plane. Who dis? You have no comment. I have stunned you. How do you? How do they move the plane and lie about it? I, look, here's the thing. All of that sort of makes some. I can buy almost everything, which is we got to move the plane to another gate because the fuel spill is so big that we got to get the plane out to clean this all up. I get that the it's a new plane. We have to unload baggage that part. Just move the damn plane. Get one of those little tug things. Yeah. 
As a matter of fact, you could probably just load the plane. If the plane's ready to go, we were already on it. The fuel's already around. When you pulled the plane back to move it, you didn't have to go back to another gate. We could have just pulled away. Right? That's what I'm saying. Oh, Delta. I I had a I had a not nearly as bad, but I had a, a nearly similar story years ago flying from Salt Lake to Anchorage direct, which is like a five and a half hour flight. Um the difference was instead of somebody spilling the fuel, the fuel was leaking out of the wing onto the tarmac. <laughs> Whoa, full stop. No. Yeah. You you could look out and there was there was liquid dripping from the wing and you could smell fuel. And then the pilot said, we got a bit of a fuel leak. So uh, we're going to get everybody off the plane. You can leave your stuff. Took it with me. Smart. Then they were... And then it was, we're going to need a new plane. And at that point, everybody went, yeah, 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 you do. Because there's fuel leaking out of the wing. So anyway, ours was a little, I was fine with whatever they wanted to do at that point. Right. See, in that situation, I have no issues because you got a new plane. We did. I got the same plane. 98% less leaky. So that was good. Uh, travel was tough this week and it's Wednesday. So, so what are you watching? Have you had time to watch anything? Um, yeah, a couple of things. Um, so first of all, last weekend was the, uh, in England was the Queen's Jubilee celebration, 70 celebrating 70 years on the throne for Queen Elizabeth. So there were all sorts of festivities. There were parades, there were concerts, there were military flyovers including including uh fighter jets in the shape flying over buckingham palace with them in the formation to spell out 70 flying along which which is pretty cool yeah so you know you know they, they oh yeah we can do a diamond or we can do like a lot no 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 we do 70 um what I will say is um, the concert, the an ABC broadcast some of it. There was a concert uh, to celebrate the Queen. There was some interesting stuff there um, that was really good. I would recommend, if people haven't seen it, go on YouTube, opening the concert. Do you remember for the 2012 Olympics? I think it was the 2012, I think it was for the Olympics that the Queen video had a video done with James Bond. I don't know if you remember that, that James Bond came in and she was like, it was her talking with James Bond about something. And anyway, that was, it was neat. I was like, Oh yeah, there's a video. It's about two and a half minutes long of the queen having tea with Paddington bear from the Paddington movies. Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, it's just, it's just adorable that the queen is having tea with Paddington. And by the way, if anybody's ever seen that, by the way, the Paddington movies are awesome. Paddington too is just a, just a fantastic movie. Um, yeah. You haven't seen cars. Yes. And you've seen Paddington too, not just yes. Paddington, but Paddington yes. too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't overthink it. So, um, I would recommend to everybody to spend the two and a half minutes. What I would say is if you know anything about Paddington, you shouldn't invite Paddington bear to have tea, to have tea with the queen because things aren't going to go the way that they're supposed to go, but it's adorable. So anyway, we watched a lot of Jubilee stuff. You better have some the, marmalade. Yes. Yes. And it's brilliant. Um, switching from that queen to Queens. Um, it's a fantastic segue yeah, right uh one of one of uh, rupaul one of the favorites of rupaul's drag race trixie mattel has a new series on discovery plus called trixie's motel um trixie and uh and his partner um bought a hotel in palm springs and are renovating it um the show is produced by the Scott brothers. So the property brothers are the producers of the show. And this is them going through and renovating 
um, this hotel uh, in Palm Springs. Uh, we the first two episodes have came out. Uh, we watched both of those. Lisa's comment was it wasn't as funny because Trixie's Trixie's really funny in her um, YouTube channel. I mean, there's just it's really funny. This is a this is a home improve this is a home improvement show. It's a motel a hotel improvement show. This is a hotel improvement show hosted by Trixie Mattel. Like it's actually really it's it's entertaining. So anyway, Trixie's hotel or Trixie's motel on Discovery Plus. How about you? What are you watching? We're we're kind of in the middle of stuff. I mean, there's there's stuff where the I mean, we're watching Rue, we're watching Kenobi. Nice. Thank you. Moist. Uh, <laughs> um, I started. Do you remember Psych? Uh, I remember a bunch of ads for it. It was on USA, I think. Yeah, yeah or it might have been TNT. Or one of those. Sure. One of, one of the cable channels know. that was that. Right. Yeah. About a guy who pretends to be psychic, but he's really good at noticing oddball stuff and solving crimes. Um, I started watching psych again. Um, you know, it's kind of like monk only not It's kind of like Chuck only not. It's kind of, it's kind of like a lot of things only not. Um, I don't know. I started watching psych again. Um, the words to the theme, I know that, you know, that I'm not telling the truth. Whoa. Wow. Right? That's heavy. <laughs> kind of funny uh and apparently later tonight we're going to be watching ms marvel because lucas recommended it oh you gotta watch this like okay yep sounds like that's i'm gonna need to take a nap after we're done recording before i start watching it so why why change up your normal thing why not start watching it and then take a nap (laughs) thanks yeah i haven't been watching much did you learn anything yeah, so apparently this is going to be yet another one of our episodes that's uh, drag queen heavy. Um, last week, we, as part of your travel stories, you were talking about uh, Alyssa Edwards and, and and her tour bus and everything else. Um, I ran across some information. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Here's what I didn't know until this week. Alyssa Edwards, by the way, it turns out Alyssa Edwards is this is her stage name that is not her actual name i mean it's not his actual name it's 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 her actual name but it's not his actual name wait drag queens have other names oh this is news breaking news okay sorry Alyssa edwards name is justin Dwayne johnson maybe this is why i keep getting asked for money but that got me thinking uh-huh. in the last few months, you've talked about all the places that you've been to for work. And I use that in quotes. Hey, this is one. Well, you haven't, you're not very clear about what work you're there for. And the reason I bring this up is I took a look at where you just happened to be. You Dwayne Johnson just happened to be in Louisville the night that that Dwayne Johnson that's that's Louisville go ahead okay all right that was just a coincidence Uh so I went back and took a look at Alyssa Edwards also known as Dwayne Johnson where Alyssa's tours have been and I'm just going to throw out a few cities that may sound familiar to the toddlers. Mm. So we have Louisville. Uh-huh. Austin. Okay. Dallas. Oh, yeah. It was really hard changing planes. I was in Dallas. Took me forever. <clears throat> Phoenix. Huh. Yeah, I got to fly to Phoenix for work. <laughs> anything you want to anything you want to share right now? Your, your honor, arrest my case. You know, you never see them together. 
You don't. You don't. I. You know what? It, whatever. Cool. That's. Congratulations on the tour. I'm also Batman. <laughs> so so as for me, as I referenced, uh, I lost my driver's license. Yeah. And I wondered how in the world am I going to fly without a driver's license? Because it, TSA is pretty strict about having identification. They really are. Yeah. Um, and Amy said, well, and I, I, again, I flew out of Des Moines at 6 a.m. Amy could have overnighted me my passport and I would, I would have been fine. Right. Could have done it. Yeah. But I was told that you'll just have to go through some extra screening. So I showed up early, way early again, way early to make sure that I was covered for the screening. Sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm a child. My thought was good news. We jumped to the end of the story. Um, you got through security and you don't need to have next year's prostate exam. <laughs> Just a little bit of additional screening. <laughs> How does that prove identity? Nobody, has, I don't have any idea, but let me get on the plane. So whatever. <laughs> Ooh, moon river. You can hold there, doc. Uh, the, so as it turns out, if you are flying on a domestic flight, if you go to the front of the TSA pre-check line, because you have TSA pre-check, they say, ah, no, 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 you got to go to general screening. Okay. All right. Fine. Whatever. Because they don't have all the same equipment at TSA pre-check because you know they do. Fine. So I, I, I'm just going to say this out. My guess is, is mostly because, um, all of the, uh, all of the entitled people in TSA pre-check line don't want to stand behind the guy that lost his, his, his ID. Move it along. Hey, out of the line, move it, move it over. I'm guessing. So I, I also have TSA pre-check and I can tell you the reason why I think that is because that's exactly what would be going through my head. If I was watching a guy in the front, put him over and yeah, move him out of line. Anyway, go ahead. So I waited in the pre-check line for, I don't know, 10 minutes because it's Atlanta before having to walk down the entire length of the terminal, you know, tail between my legs to the general line where I stood for another 20 minutes before getting to the front of the general line uh, and apologizing profusely to the people behind me. I'm really sorry about this. And I looked at the lady behind the behind the glass, the TSA lady, and said, yeah, I don't have an ID because I dropped it here yesterday morning when I flew in and they haven't been able to find it. She said, that's all right. I just need two forms of ID that have your name on them and your boarding pass and we'll be fine. So, you know, I've got like three credit cards. She's like, no, 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 you can't have two credit cards, one credit card and something else. Well, luckily I had my health insurance card. So a credit card and a health insurance card and some funky red bins that get extra screening gets you through. So word to the wise, just go straight to general boarding and have two extra forms of ID and plan for an extra 20 minutes for them to swab down all of your stuff, but you're fine. I learned that it can be done. It's not pretty, but it can be done. The music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe wherever you get your pod. Search Talking in the Number Two, No Geno Space. Tweet us on Facebook. Check out our award winning merch on Zazzle. Leave us a voicemail at 515-257-6272. That's 515-ALSO-CPA. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office, but only if you go through Bitter Springs. Please don't do that. Thanks to our listeners and sponsors, Toddler3187, DJ to go Cedar Valley, and the Taylor Farms Family Foundation. And send us your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? 
So uh, you uh, you you were on a Boeing seven one seven dash two thirty one. It was a twenty one year old airplane, and uh, previous to being moved to your flight, uh, it had been to Huntsville, Alabama, and Melbourne, Florida, and oh, and Louisville. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Starting it's, to see it's a pattern over, here. It's over 21, so I can drink. No wonder I went to Louisville. <laughs> I think I see a pattern here. Oh, sounds like there's stuff we're going to need to clean up. We'll do it next week, right here. Talking to Todd. <laughs> We'll be efficient, he said. We'll just knock this thing out, he said. Hour and a half later. Ah, <laughs> huh. we got it. We got it. We- hubris. Hubris will be punished. <laughs> oh, so, so much. <laughs>